Welcome to the Color of Ideas podcast. I'm going to talk about three projects from this week. I did more than three projects, but I like to keep these short and I'm only going to dwell on the first three. Now, the one about the paper folding, which is what I talked about in my last podcast, I want to continue that story. I have the six foot plywood uh, uh, sculpture that I've developed from the, an original eight inch paper fold. I'm thrilled with it. And I've, I've bothered to do a 12 inch cardboard model of the finished six foot work and to see what color would bring to the structure. So I painted the 12 inch cardboard model and it looks terrific. So now I know that I'm not just going to keep the six foot sculpture white, which is what I thought I would do, which is only because the paper fold was white, so I never thought anything beyond that. But painting the 12 inch model has shown me, oh, it's much more exciting to add color. So that's fun. Now, the the new innovation about this uh, six foot uh, construction is that I've had a new idea. Uh, I live in Duncanville, Texas, which is right next to Dallas. And Duncanville is currently deciding the fate of some acreage, something like 40 acres, that was gifted to Duncanville decades ago by a family, and nothing has been done with it. Now, this past year, thanks in particular to one of our city councilmen, uh, there's all this interest about turning the property into a nature preserve. And as a city, we're very close to finishing out on this. So it looks like it very well might happen. Well, guess where my sculpture could go? It could go in the nature preserve. As it happens, the family that donated that property, you know, they wanted for the people of Duncanville and they mentioned how they want to bring culture into the mix. So doesn't a sculpture garden sound like sculpture? I mean, doesn't that sound like culture to you? I so, the uh, councilman who really spearheaded this whole initiative is from our district and is a personal friend of mine. So I sent him the pictures, I sent him my pitch, and I know he likes what I do. So this could possibly be considered. Now, of course, there are sure to be all sorts of legal issues. You know, what about insurance for against vandalism? And what about if somebody knocks it over? Or what about if someone climbs up on it, etc.? You know, if it gets too red tapey, I probably won't do anything. But we're in this kind of limbo area right now, which could last for six months. And why not just put it over there? Uh, I don't need to. I, I don't even have to identify who did it. You know, let's just have it appear and see what happens. But. Uh, in the back channels, I'll talk to the city councilman and see, see what he thinks about this. Um, probably nothing, but you know, I'm an idea person and I like to move my ideas forward and do the best that I can to make something happen. So we'll see what comes of this. I'm, I'm as you might guess, quite excited about it. A sculpture garden. Yeah, I would do two others. And you know, this is no cost to anybody because I would be doing this anyway. I had thought to put the sculptures in the front of our house, you know, on the front lawn. 
but I like this idea even better, and my husband's having a blast making them for me, so we'll see what happens to that. Okay, project number two. I have um, applied, you could say, I've written, a, a local university about the idea of developing an artist-in-residence program. Now, this particular university uh, was on the verge of making that happen, that is, you know, instituting an artist-in-residence program when COVID hit and just wiped out that whole initiative. Okay, so here we are three years later and I'm back to the same university and I'm trying to interest them in having a discussion with me. I mean, they don't know that I would work for free. Just give me space and access to materials and let me do my thing. They don't know that, so they probably think it's gonna cost. But uh, I sent the university art department uh, two emails. And this is a first, I've never done this before. Okay, a highly right-brained first email, which it really comes from the artist part of me. And then a second email quickly after the first, which is much more expected, introducing myself uh, giving a description of what I would like to do, etc. All right, well, in the first one, what I call the right-brained email, I wrote a haiku. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, and I don't even remember what I wrote, but I know that the third uh, line, which would have had to have been five syllables, communicated the idea of, let's get together to talk about this. Okay, so... That's all that was on the email, was that haiku of, uh, about I, and, and then a bunch of pictures of my artwork and all my contact information. Uh, <laughs> what will they make of that? I don't know. And then the second email, I introduce myself, I give a little bit of background, self-taught abstract artist, local self-taught abstract artist. And, interested in discussing the possibility of applying to be an artist in residence. I even go so far as to sketch out what I would like to do. And then I give a picture of myself, which reveals I'm not in my 20s, <laughs> and pictures of my current work, which is the paper fold, which I've scaled up to six feet, uh, along with a repeat of all my contact information website, Facebook page, uh, email address, phone number, etc. So, will anything come of this? Probably not. Uh, uh, academia, you know, is not enchanted by this kind of approach, I don't believe. Uh, now, if the person who looks at these emails is more artist than academic, well, then maybe I'll actually get a day in court where I get to come and meet someone bring some artwork and we could talk about the ideas. I, I truly have nothing to teach. I don't want to teach. What I want to do is inspire my energy and my follow through and my uh, passion for making art can inspire those of like minds. And uh, so we'll see. Oh, this is a one in a million thing, but this is what I do. I just, uh, it's kind of a shot in the dark type approach. No, nothing well thought out and, 
and that's just me. That's, and that's how I work, so I'm not critical of that. That's, we'll see what happens. Okay, third project. Well, I was at the Goodwill. I go to the Goodwill about every six weeks. Uh, mostly because I have identified a Goodwill that has wo a wonderful selection of children's books. So we now have uh, seven grandchildren with number eight due this summer. So I'm always looking for uh, good books to, to share with them. And I did, I found two, to, two just the other day when I was there, but uh, what I want to talk about here is that I found these mirrors. Okay, so there were three of them. The mirror itself is three inches by three inches, so quite small. I mean, why do they even make mirrors that little? And then it's surrounded by a large white frame. So I would say they were 10 inches by 10 inches. So that means a, a seven inch wide frame on each of the four sides. You know, uh, um, and I've said this before, if something is all white or all black, it just seems to call out to me. So no surprise, I bought all three. They were something like three or $4 each. So I, instead of cutting a piece of paper to fit that three inch by three inch space and putting artwork on that. I used markers and I created artwork directly on the mirror. And then I considered the wide framing part of it, all white, as a continued canvas. So I personally think I created three knockouts. Uh, when I showed them to my husband, he so surprised me. This is an aside, but you know, who listens to this? Hardly anybody. So I, I'm happy to be personal here. Um, if I had decided which of the three my husband would surely not like, well, that's the one that he picked as his favorite. I haven't gotten over that yet. Uh, the colors I used were black and red. And then for one of them, I, I used some gold. Another one, I used some blue. They're quite minimalistic and play out as large graphic works. Uh, and I think they're quite striking. If you're interested, uh, you'd want to go to my Facebook page, Carolyn Ellis Art, uh, for today's date, which is June 16th. So those are three of the projects that I did this week. I did others, but I like to keep things brief, so I think that's all I'll share. I love reflecting back on what I've done, and I can't wait to see what I'm going to do this week. I'll catch you next time. So long.